The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, but others, Elijah, still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The Gospel of the Lord. See, now I finally can say, please be seated, right? Thanks again for all of you who are here this morning. I want to just say the fact that you are here with us is a testament to today's gospel. The church, we are reminded, is not built of bricks and mortar and wood and is not subject even to the wildfires that rage around us at this moment. It is made up of God's people, hearts and minds brought together, even virtually at this time, even in the midst of smoke. Even as I said, as I joined a meeting just a few short days ago, it feels sometimes like the world is ending. The good news, the ironic news, which is very much part of not only the Christian tradition, but our Jewish roots as well, is that it's normal to feel like the world is ending. If there's any evidence for that in today's gospel, it's the confusion that the disciples bring to bear when Jesus asked them, who do people say that the Son of Man is? In the first century, there was a lot of pointing back to a book of apocalyptic proportions. A book, you might say, about the world's ending. 
It was the book of Daniel, which incidentally forms the foundation of one of our other books, particularly in America, and that is the book of Revelation. I won't get too far into that today, but you know that because Americans have always loved this sense that the world is coming to an end. We in California seem to practice this on a regular basis, don't we? The book of Daniel has in it a vision that Daniel, who is kind of a legend of maybe around 200 BC and certainly by the first century when Jesus was preaching and teaching, Daniel is this legendary Jewish figure who is caught up in the Babylonian exile and it is in Babylon that he bears witness to the power of Yahweh, the power of the God of the ancient Israelites. And Daniel has a vision and he sees a vision of God coming on a cloud in great glory and power. And next to him stands one like a son of man, like a human being. This, if you want to get all theological and technical, is actually the seed then of what later becomes the doctrine of the Trinity. But I get ahead of myself by about four centuries, right? Today, Jesus is asking his disciples first, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Who is it that Daniel saw, Jesus is asking. You know the story, he asks his disciples. And what he gets back is a confused answer. Because everyone is looking for this strange son of man. And somewhere in the apocalyptic mind, in the mind of the world's ending in the first century, there was this notion that maybe what Daniel saw in that vision was the Messiah. The promised one who was going to come and restore what had been lost and bring a new world into being. Because in the popular Jewish understanding of the time, and in fact deep in the tradition, is that the world's ending is always a new beginning, a new start, an opportunity to begin again. Jesus then goes on to say, but who do you say that I am? Make no mistake, Jesus is stepping out and he recognizes that if he just claims to be Messiah and nobody else recognizes him, it doesn't matter. But more than that, he is using that ancient theological language that goes all the way back to God speaking with Moses. Jesus says, who do you say that I am? I am is the ancient name for God. And here we are again, we bump into Peter, Peter the bumbler, Peter who is always trying new things like getting out of the boat and then sinking in the water. Peter, who is running around, shooting off his mouth before he even engages his brain. But today he happens to get it right. 
He says, you are the son of the living God, the Messiah. And then Jesus tweaks him on the nose a little bit. He says, right you are, Simon, son of Jonah. You know about Jonah, right? Most of us know about the story of Jonah in the, in the whale. It's actually a fish, but you know. But Jonah is one of the ironic prophets of the ancient Jewish tradition. Jonah gets it wrong all the time until the very end. And then he finally goes to Nineveh and then they repent. And then Jonah is unhappy because he wanted to see fire and brimstone and he doesn't get to. Jonah is one of those ironic figures like Peter who gets it wrong most of the time. Jesus is tweaking Peter on the nose, and then he doesn't play on words. Peter comes from the ancient word petros, which literally means rock, or if you like, rocky. That's Peter's name in the old languages. And so Jesus says, upon this rock, I will build my church. This is one of the climaxes of all the gospels, this is the founding of who we are. And notice Jesus doesn't say, I'm gonna build an institution, I'm gonna make a huge building, or I'm gonna make something so big it will outshine the temple in Jerusalem. He says, I'm going to build my church upon human beings. History tells us this passage has caused all kinds of trouble. Because, of course, it is the ancient bishops of Rome who made the claim to Peter's being the rock, the foundation of the church, that gave them, they felt, the right to accumulate power. I digress only to point out that we are still confused about what it means to call Jesus the Messiah. What does Jesus mean to each of us? Jesus' question to each of us today is, who do you say that I am? If you dig deep, many of us think different things about Jesus, and many, many times, if we're honest, we admit we're a little bit confused. Is Jesus a Jewish philosopher? Just an ancient teacher, kind of in the early rabbinical tradition? A rabbi? Is Jesus just a nice guy that we like to have alongside us when we need him? Is Jesus someone who challenges us? Is he the one who is alongside us when we're protesting injustice and when we're working to change things that we know are wrong? Is Jesus the one who comes and comforts us when our hearts are broken, when we are sad, when we are alone? Is Jesus all of these things? Or is Jesus something more? The sign of the founding of the church in the human heart 
in community like ours, the sign that Jesus offers is that the world is being started over again. The end has become the beginning. And we always know it's a new beginning, a new start, when like the disciples, we are confused, puzzled even, unsure, or doing what Peter does, shooting off our mouths before we engage our brain, and sometimes the truth comes out. And then we find ourselves in a whole new landscape, looking at the world with different eyes and renewed hearts and reopened minds. And it is there where we encounter the living God, the God in Christ who says, I am. I am before you were made. I am after you are gone. I am for all eternity. And now we are told that we are being joined to that project, God's project, God's new life, given even now when it feels like the world is ending. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.